Hello everyone and welcome back to Happy Human Club. I'm Soph Mosca. I'm the host of this podcast and clearly we have an update or a change if you will to the podcast. I guess you wouldn't know if you're just listening on like Spotify or Apple Music or whatever or Apple Podcast but I am going to try out adding a video component to my podcast. So if you guys want to go check it out, if you are listening, I'm just going to be uploading the video recordings of my episodes onto just my normal YouTube channel. But if you are watching on YouTube, hey, this is so fun and different. And it is something that I've kind of been like wanting to do for a while. There's just a lot in general that I want to do with my podcast. And this is one of the things where I just want to like step it up a level. I mean, I've had this podcast for like years at this point. And so I just want to see kind of where else like it can, it can take us, you know, but I do have a really fun kind of different episode. I do episodes like this every once in a while, but not all the time, but I do like doing ones like this and we'll get into what it is, but I do like doing ones like this once in a while because I feel like I can engage you guys more and I actually I was when I like wanted to do this episode I had the idea that you guys would more so send like voice recordings in rather than just like submissions like texting it out to me or like DMing it to me but I didn't realize that you guys couldn't send me voice recordings through like DMs on Instagram so I'll have to figure out how to do that because I do want to do like I want you guys to be able to like put your voices in and I think that would be really fun so we'll do that in the future but before we get further into the episode just want to quickly plug my social media so you guys can find me at Soph Mosca on pretty much every social media platform and except snapchat is s-o-p-h-e-r-r-r I have a goodreads that's going to be in like the show notes down below I have a passes I have pretty much every platform can think of so make sure you guys check out the description or like the show notes I guess description if you're watching show notes if you're listening and you guys can find me everywhere else but I do feel like if you're watching my YouTube or if you're listening to my podcast you know about my other social media I feel like these are like my tight-knit people my people (laughs) um but I also want to start off this episode with a new segment I want to start kind of bringing into every episode because additionally I want to have more guests on and it's funny because I actually got a couple of DMs literally this week asking if I was going to be having more guests on my podcast ever and I feel like I don't really ever get questions about that but all of a sudden I got like two or three and it's funny you mentioned that because that's also something that me and my team are talking about something I want to do for this podcast is have more people more guests on also I just realized I'm not wearing my aura ring because it's charging and I feel naked anyways <laughs> um but I think this is this segment will be fun to do with the guests that I bring on and I think like with the video component too I think it'll just be fun and also for you YouTube people, um, 
you'll now be getting if I like if all goes well with this and you guys like it and I feel like it's worth it and everything you guys will be getting technically a third video every week again because um I'll be still uploading my vlogs Wednesdays and Sundays like I have been forever but I am going to switch to uploading my podcast on Mondays so that this video can go up on Monday as well so that'll be fun we'll get you guys will get extra videos and I also am going to try to be doing weekly podcasts again the only thing I'm worried about is that I do have a lot of travels coming up so I have to like prep but I feel like I can do it I just have to like plan and like really zone in before I'm before I almost said before I move (laughs) like what girl before I travel um so yeah Anyways, the new segment is I want to start every episode with what I'm struggling with this week. So it's kind of like, you know, people on podcasts will do like their highs and lows and whatever. And it's sort of like that, but I just want to talk about like things that I'm struggling with this week. And when I have guests on in the future, they'll also say like things they're struggling with this, struggling with this week. And you'll kind of like get the flow of it as we go. I don't know why I'm like making it seem like it's complicated or complex. Like it's literally not. But um, what I'm struggling with this week, let's hop into that. I feel like the biggest thing that I have been struggling with for a while, but I just feel like this week it's been intensified is missing my friends in Florida. I mean, I knew I was going to, but I guess I didn't realize like how much I was going to. I feel like because when I moved to Tampa, I didn't know anyone and I essentially had already moved from like away from my best friends because Brie and Maddie live in South Florida. And so when I moved to Tampa, I felt like I had already done the like move and have to make new friends thing. And I'm, I did, but being a three hour, a three hour drive from your best friends versus across the country of freaking like six hour flight like it's very different and I the whole time I lived in Tampa I don't think I went more than like two or three months without seeing Brady. and if you guys are new here Brie and Maddie are my two of my best friends they're a couple I call them Brady because it's just easier than saying Brie and Maddie all the time so welcome Brady. but like they would always come up to me and sometimes I went down to them and I just still saw them. It didn't really even feel like I was moving away. But now I haven't seen them since my birthday in June. Oh, wait, yeah. Wait, have I seen them since then? No. Yeah. Since my birthday in June. So it's been a long time. And on top of that, my other friends, you know, my Tampa friends, and of course, Lauren in New Hampshire. But I feel like at this point, me and Lauren are like used to being apart. It's just like how our friendship is because we haven't been living in the same state since pretty much we graduated or not the same state, but we haven't been living in the same area literally since we graduated high school. So we're like kind of used to it, but it's still new from my Tampa friends, especially, but from Brie and Maddie. And I've just been struggling being away from them. I think also it's kind of like FOMO in a way. Like I see them doing fun things and it's like things that I would have been doing with them. And like, I don't know, it's different too with Brie and Maddie because like they're literally dating, but like they'll go do fun things. And like, I know that, I would have been there if I lived in the area still. And it's like memories that could have been being made that aren't. And it's just like, that's kind of what I was working through with my therapist recently too. It's like, it's hard. 
like yes we check in with each other we like me and my friends all talk all the time through text and whatever and once in a while we'll facetime but it's different when you're like able to make new memories with someone versus when you're just like constantly catching up it's just a very different dynamic and I wouldn't say I'm like growing apart from them but it's just like when you're not making new memories and you're not like physically seeing them it's just like a different type of friendship and I just miss I just miss my friends like I just miss how close I used to be to them obviously and just yeah I guess overall I've been struggling with finding the motivation to make friends here I did hang out with some friends this past week and I have plans to hang out with another new friend in a couple of days like this weekend but I just found myself like not really having the motivation to want to make new friends just because in my mind I was like but I have my friends and they're amazing friends and I just don't think I'm going to be able to find someone like them but I have been working on that with my therapist and she's been kind of like helping me realize like the friends I make here don't have to live up to the friends I already have and they don't have to be as good or they don't have to be as great of friends as I have like I'm very very lucky to have those friends but I can't expect that every single friend I'm gonna make is going to be like that and so with that mindset shift like just going into hanging out with someone as like I'm hanging out with them because I feel like hanging out with someone and maybe they won't be a bratty you know maybe they won't be a Kelsey or whatever but they might still be a friend and maybe they're the friend I get coffee with or they're the friend that I I don't know, do arts and crafts with, or they're the friend that I like go out with, whatever it is. Like they don't, not every friend is going to be like a best, best friend. And I think with that mindset shift of like going into friendship without expectations has been helping because I don't know, I guess I was just like not wanting to put in the effort to make like a halfway friend. But that's the thing. Like not every friend has to be the well-rounded like you can do anything with or nothing with friend you're just not going to find that with every single person that you come across and so I've just been trying to like push myself to make friends and like switch that mindset but also I'm like missing my friends and it's just hard and I think that's just like a part of being in your 20s honestly like I think just so many people feel that way making friends as an adult is really hard because you don't have that situational thing like you don't have school where you're like forced into a social situation and you like automatically meet people you're like for me my job is very like self-isolating and so like I don't have a, a job where I meet coworkers and things like that and so I don't know it's just like it's hard to make friends when you're not in situations that automatically come with socializing so that's just what I've been working through and struggling with this week and I guess also just like missing when it was easy to make friends like in college like you just you just make friends like your roommates or your hallmates or your classmates or someone you're in a club with or like the part-time job you work like in college it's just really easy to make friends and even if you don't feel like you have like your core people you just see so many people and, and talk to so many people on a daily basis that it's not as like lonely and isolating as it is once you're like out of college and you're just sort of like well it's kind of just me and like I don't know even just like like when I lived 
in college, I had like a bunch of roommates and like even just like hearing them around just like satisfied my social desires. But since it's like just me here, it's just like, it's just been hard and tricky and just making friends as an adult is just like a really weird thing to navigate. So that's just sort of what this week I've been struggling with the most. But now that we got that out of the way, I think we can go ahead (laughs) and segue into the main part of this episode, which actually kind of goes along with like college and whatever. I asked you guys on Instagram to send me your college horror stories. And I sifted through some of them. I'm going to read some of them. And we will go through the secondhand embarrassment together. (laughs) This one, actually, I laughed out loud when I read this one. (laughs) Someone said, My keys got stuck in my back pocket so badly, I had to take my pants off to open the door. I would pay money to see that go down. Like, I want the security footage of that happening because that is like peak comedy. Like, that is my sense of humor right there. Also, that is 110% something that would happen to me. Like, 100%. No, you know what would happen? my keys would get stuck in my back pocket. I'd be like, oh my God, shit. Like there's no way to get them. I have to take my pants off. I would take my pants off and then they'd like fall out of the back pocket. Like I guarantee you they weren't actually that stuck, but I like panicked before I knew what to do. That is funny. And I hope for your sake, no one was there to see. But if there is video footage, that has got to be the funniest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. That is like peak comedy that's something that you would see in like a movie that like stars Jim Carrey you know like that's just like slap happy humor someone said hooking up with a man even though I'm very sure I'm lesbian I feel as though that is a very shared common college experience I find that a lot of people who are gay in one way or another take college as the place to like experiment or like really figure out their sexuality and so I like I think I've just heard that that happened to so many people I think one you're not so sure of yourself and maybe you're like dealing with a little bit of internalized homophobia maybe you're just like curious or like making sure or like whatever I just feel like college is such an exploratory period so I feel like a lot of people do that and um it's okay like I think that's just like that's college that's like the journey of college and there's nothing wrong with it ever even if you're not in college like doesn't matter what point of your life like I mean obviously as long as you're like single (laughs) but like do what you want I mean it's like totally fine and I feel like that's very common judging from experience um but yeah that happens and I I understand I really do (laughs) Next one is, got drunk and puked on the homecoming king's khakis. Facebook messaged him and he left me on red. That is trauma for everyone involved. Everyone. First of all, I, if you guys don't know this about me, am terrified of vomit. I have emetophobia, so I actually experience panic like physical panic symptoms when dealing with or around or even hearing of 
vomiting. So if I feel like I'm going to throw up or if I remember that I'm going to throw up again in my life or if somebody else throws up, anything like that, sheer panic my whole life. Like I can bring it back to childhood. I was in elementary school. This girl threw up next to me and I was like sweating and shaking because she threw up next to me. Anyways, that this story alone, like this would, I would probably, if I was the boy that you puked on, I would probably drop out of the school. (laughs) That's horrifying. But on the other hand, you puked on someone, which is also horrifying. I would be mortified because one, I threw up and two, I threw up on someone. That is so mortifying and I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. But this whole story also, like when I screenshotted this, my first thought was, that sounds like the plot of like a romance novel. Like you throw up on him, you message him, and he leaves you on red. And then in like five, ten years, you run into him at a coffee shop and he's like, are you the girl that threw up on me? And you're like, oh my god, are you the homecoming king that I threw up on? like on your khakis and then you guys would rekindle and fall in love so and you'd also find out that the reason he never answered you back is because he was in love with you and always thought you were really cute but then was embarrassed that you threw up on him because he was embarrassed that he got thrown up on and you were embarrassed that you threw up on him but you were also in love with him even back then you guys figure out that like you've been in love forever and it's like this beautiful romance that is what that reminds me of but that's horrifying and and very traumatizing and I'm gonna go to the next story because I don't want to talk about vomit anymore (laughs) next one says my freshman year roommate moaned in her sleep every night like she was dot 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 finishing dot 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 and I had to start taking sleeping pills every night so I could sleep through it like that makes my toes curl like that gives me the ick so bad one because your roommate likely has no idea that she's doing it and also it's probably like not what you think like she's probably it's probably some breathing thing that's going on there but regardless it's that is so incredibly awkward and it's like how do you tell her i mean unless you're like really close with her then it's like girl why do you moan in your sleep and it's like funny but if you're not close with her or if you're like just shy and awkward and don't want to tell her that is so uncomfortable and like then for you like I don't know that's just like I have like secondhand embarrassment for her but also for you I'm like that is so awkward I can't imagine like I'm thinking about my roommate Danielle hey Danielle if you're watching but we like shared a wall because like we both had the singles in our suite if I had like heard her every night I mean this sounds like you guys shared a room but if I had like through the wall heard Danielle moaning in her sleep every night I'd be like what the fuck like I'd be like so uncomfortable so I mean I probably would have told Danielle so you guys must not be close which makes it even weirder that's horrifying and I hope you no longer have a roommate that moans in their sleep and I hope I mean I hope that girl I hope someone tells her because I think there must be some breathing thing going on there unless she's just having really great dreams every night I feel like some professional should talk to your old roommate though. Something, she needs some sort of assistance with that. Next one is, 
jumped out of my second story dorm window during COVID lockdown to hook up with a girl. Proud of you. Like, I don't, I mean, okay, not during COVID though. Okay. If we're talking COVID practices, maybe we should reprimand your actions. However, that's funny and that is so legit and that is so Rizzy. So proud of you like proud of you there's literally I'm glad you're okay and also I'm proud of you next one is my freshman year roommate took a huge shit next to the toilet because she was mad at us that that's a lot that's like Sigmund Freud would have a field day with that um that's crazy that's crazy (laughs) that's something that like a child with real serious disorganized attachment would do I I, that's a lot I'm like sorry that's a lot (laughs) okay this next submission is a diabetic a college diabetic story which I had to include so let me just like preface with like a little about diabetes so if you're not on a pump and you're doing multiple daily injections the way it works is you take a long acting insulin which usually take like a lot of units at one time and the way it's like chemically formatted is the insulin like disperses throughout the day and then there's short acting insulin which you take according to the food you're going to be eating or just like to regulate blood sugar in addition to the long acting insulin that's like working throughout the day so you take the long-acting insulin once or twice a day, kind of depending, doesn't really matter to the story. Well, kind of. It's a once or twice a day thing, and you take like large... So, okay. <laughs> when I was on injections, I would do 17 units of long-acting insulin. But when I was eating, I would like for a normal just like meal of like, I don't know, between like 30 and 50 carbs, it'd be somewhere between like one and four units of insulin so the the difference between how much insulin you take is like very very different so now with that information (laughs) oh wait let me also say this and then like say my blood sugar is running high through the day I would give myself like a unit of uh the fast acting the short acting insulin so it's like in your body quicker and it's out your body quicker and it's more like you kind of like fine-tune your blood sugar with it versus the long acting is like you take larger units only once or twice a day and it's like to steadily regulate blood sugar anyways so someone said we follow each other I'm not I don't know why I'm saying like someone but when I was drunk for one of the first times in high school I guess this is a high school story but I had to include this when I was drunk for one of the first times in high school some kid gave me Lantus passed out Lantus is a long-acting insulin and then she said I was passed out and my blood sugar was like 230, which is high for those of you wondering. And I guess everyone was telling the kid not to do anything, but he was like, my best friend has diabetes. I know what to do and proceeded to give me Lantus. I found out when I was running so low all day long, no matter what I ate. That is so dangerous. Guys, if a diabetic is passed out, never give them insulin. She was just passed out from alcohol. It sounds like it wasn't even a low blood sugar. But 
If a diabetic is passed out, the chances of them being passed out because of a low blood sugar is pretty high. Giving them insulin is going to kill them. Like this girl is lucky that she's okay. Do not give a diabetic insulin when they pass out. Call 911 and then try to give them sugar. Like, I mean, this, she was passed out drunk, so she didn't really need sugar either. But still, the sugar wouldn't kill her. The low blood sugar that you were gonna give her from giving her long-acting insulin will that is crazy and terrifying that scares me like that's even why like oh my god it's so scary i hate the worst kinds of people as a diabetic the worst kinds of people are the people that are like oh my grandmother had diabetes i know what to do it's like no you don't you literally don't terrifying even some doctors don't know what to do like it's actually so scary the next one is my roommate freshman year was doing everything she could to be me. Every time I dyed my hair a color, she would do the same thing a few weeks later. She would copy the same outfits and poses in my selfies. I said I thought a guy was cute, then she proceeded to befriend him and have sex with him. It was not flattering in any way where she wanted to be like me. Yeah, that's hard. Like, that's a lot. I've known people like that and also like, I've known people who have known people like that and it's like really odd because it's like they're not necessarily doing anything wrong and yes like copying like in jealousy is the highest form of flattery however it is difficult because again she's not doing anything I mean her like having sex with the guy that you thought was cute is like shitty but besides that like copying your hair and everything is like She's not doing anything wrong, but it's still just like weird. Like it's just weird. And those situations are so tricky because it's almost like no matter, like if you say anything about it at all, you kind of sound like an asshole because probably your roommate would like deny and be like, no, I'm not. And then it's like, you kind of sound stupid and you kind of sound mean. Or she could be like, well, I just liked your hair color. Then you're like, wow, I'm a dick. Like she just like is inspired by me. But it is like to what extent is it like okay before it's like this is fucking weird you know what I mean that um yeah that's gross and definitely not someone you want to be friends with but I I do think it's because she she's probably jealous of you or probably like really thinks you're really awesome so I know it's not flattering but like it is flattering but I understand where you're coming from because I would be annoyed too. But just know it's like, it's because she's probably jealous. But I would still be annoyed too. <laughs> the next one is, my boyfriend's frat became infested with bed bugs and I had to quarantine there for weeks. Weeks is crazy because I, I guess it must have been a pretty bad infestation. Because fun fact, if you guys didn't know, at one point in my life, I lived in an apartment and I got bed bugs. And oh my gosh, this is like traumatizing. But I remember I was laying in bed and I was on my side and I had my phone like this. So like picture me like this, right? I'm like watching something on my phone. And all of a sudden in like the light that's shining from my phone on the sheets, I see a little crawl by. And at this point, for about like a month, I had been getting these really weird bites. They were on, a lot of them were like right here on my arms, but then I was getting them like up my neck and a couple like on my cheeks. And I thought it was like an allergy because it was like, they were like decently big, kind of like mosquito bites and like pretty itchy. And they were like in a line, which 
I was like, it must be like a rash because like the line was weird. Turns out, I guess bed bugs like usually bite in a row. But I was having these bites for a while and then the bug crawled by and immediately I was like, I sat up. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh my God, I think that we have bed bugs. And I picked up the fitted sheet and all underneath the fitted sheet were just bed bugs. Oh my God, it was actually disturbing. And I did the worst possible thing you can do when you have bed bugs. I went and I slept on the couch, which is not, unfortunately, when you have bed bugs, you're supposed to stay sleeping with them because if you go and sleep in a different room or different bed that's not infested they will follow you there like they want the scent like they want your blood like they want you so they'll follow you in there and then it spreads the infestation luckily I didn't spread the infestation I was able to get rid of it with like one or two sprays from the exterminator and it wasn't bad at all however if this is like a whole frat house infested that I can't even imagine especially like I was I don't think my infestation was bad at all and like immediately I put everything in plastic bags like I immediately took action and so we're talking some some frat house that probably lingered for a while so I can only imagine how bad it is um that's horrifying yeah that's a that's a doozy for sure okay this is another puking story which I'm just like I'm so glad I didn't have any of these in college because they seem pretty common. But this person said, okay, so this is actually my sister's story, but she has a dorm roommate who is constantly being weird and stands up out of nowhere and just stares into her room or just stands in the dark. But apparently there was this one time she comes home late at like three in the morning, puking in the corner of her room naked. We believe she is possessed, but who knows? I don't even have anything to say that's like scary (laughs) i'd be like what in the world are you doing that's kind of spooky someone said my horror story is rushing for a sorority at michigan state so degrading truly i can't even imagine i never did sororities or anything um i think my college had them but they weren't like how they are like at big big colleges and i never had any interest personally but they seem so scary i they just seem like like high school on crack in the way of like judgment. I don't know. I, I mean, I know people love sorority and like they end up meeting like their lifelong friends. So I know it's not all bad. Like I'm sure it like it can be really good. But I just feel like you hear so many scary stories from sororities. And I personally don't think I ha- would have the confidence or like the self-love to make it through rushing a sorority. I don't even understand it, but it just seems like I would just lose any ounce of self-esteem that is in my body (laughs) I really do like god bless anyone who has ever rushed a sorority last one I'm going to read is I had a roommate that I had to remind to wash her hands every time she used the bathroom that you know college really shows you how much a person was taught as a child you know you really see what they were expected to do (laughs) i learned a lot about a lot of different people in college and the things that they did or didn't do you're just kind of like what what especially like something like that like washing your hands after going to the bathroom just rinse them just give them a little scrub like why are you not like (laughs) you know like there's a reason to do it 
what is your reason not to do it? Like, what is your reason? But I feel like there's, I hear things like that all the time. People are like, oh, my roommate never cleaned up their food or they left moldy food in the fridge or my roommate never washed their sheets. And it's like, clearly they were not taught that they had to do that as a kid. But some things that people were not taught or at least not held like accountable to do or were not expected to do, it's alarming some of the things that, yeah. Are people who like go to college and they have like, absolutely no idea how to cook a basic meal at all it's like it's like it's just an it's interesting to see how how people are without the assistance of their parents for the first time or not necessarily parents assistance of their guardian it's interesting um to see for sure so that's that's an interesting one but that was fun. I I feel like I am glad that college is over because <laughs> that was a lot. Um, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and let me know what you think about having a video component and if you like it because I think this is fun and I think it'll be fun too when I have guests just like, you know, we can like sit side by side, whatever. But anyways, I love you guys. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you guys follow me on all of my other social media. It's always linked down below. And with all that being said, I will talk and see, talk to and see you guys so super soon in the next episode. Bye.